Welcome back, ladies. Good to be back. Hello. So I am, once again, I am Jennifer Donner, and I'm here with my favorite peoples, Tatiana Muldrow and Deanna Ferris. This is kind of our our rollout into how our episodes are going to go. We're going to come up with some really interesting topic of discussion. We're going to chat about it, and then we're going to offer some closing thoughts and sort of wrap it up within a short time frame, which will be kind of amazing for us to accomplish, but that is the goal. For this episode, we wanted to talk about something that's a real hot button issue for us and really for most people, maybe everybody, maybe you could just say everybody. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> I think it's, it's going to capture a lot of people in this. I think they'll see themselves in, in what we're going to share about tonight for sure. Yeah. And I will say if somebody out there doesn't relate, I mean, I think we would love to hear from you because I'd be I jealous. would be fascinated. I'd be jealous. Tell us how you're not impacted by this. And what we're <laughs> alluding to is comparison, right? We're going to talk about comparison and the impact of it and our personal experiences with it. And again, what's behind this podcast series is really just investigating and taking a look at the things that steal joy from our lives, steal peace of mind, add stress, and just look at it, inquire into it, challenge it, maybe even disrupt things. I can say personally, comparison is something that has caused a lot of stress. And even at one point in my life led to anxiety and mild depression. So it's something that I feel I could talk about for hours and I'm not, but we're really going to just talk about how has this shown up in each of our lives. And again, the intention behind this is we really want people to know like they're not alone. They're not alone in their experience of comparison. We all struggle with it in our own ways. And so we're really just kind of coming together with a lot of compassion and most likely humor around how it's shown up. Start us off, Tatiana. How has comparison shown up in your life? There are a couple of things, but I think, you know, the biggest one that I'm sure you can actually relate to and you too, Deanna, I have a built-in comparison buddy being a twin, probably in the womb, honestly. It's like, well, who's who weighs more? And then once we're born, who eats more? Who's taller? Oh my gosh, who's bigger? Yes. I learned how to walk first, or you taught me how to tie my shoes, or I was potty trained first and having it mean something. And I think for me, that was probably genesis of the comparison bug. I mean, I don't even know if I had a choice in it. It was just automatically there. I think when I was thinking about this a little bit more and kind of prepping for the conversation, it really did tie back or into like how I identify with myself. And there's something to be said for like the comparison piece where, well, if I didn't learn how to tie my shoes first, that means I must be slower. So then I start to identify with that piece. Comparison inherently isn't really an issue and it by itself is, you know, people are different. I mean, of course your kid is, your kids aren't automatically going to learn how to like walk or talk or whatever at the same time, but having it be different and then identifying with it just mm -hmm. has it be a little bit more stark and internalized. So I did draw like a lot of my own personality. Oh, because I did this, that means I'm like smarter or I'm not as smart. Comparison is really just, there's a line and somebody's on one side, somebody's on the other, and there is a right or wrong, better or like not good enough kind of a thing. It's not just let's compare apples and oranges. Or like big and small or right and wrong, you know, it's like coming from that world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Always losing in comparison. It's down on in a way, you know, like, oh, you're not the good one. You're the, you must be the bad one. 
Exactly. And that was something that people would ask us. They're like, well, who's the good twin? Who's the smart twin? Random things where I, I don't know if they ask other normal siblings or regular siblings these questions, but we would, we would get these and have to ponder <laughs> and think about these things. Here's the weird thing. <laughs> and if people haven't listened to our introduction episode, for some strange reason, both myself, Jennifer, and Tatiana, we, we both happen to be twins not together with our own. Um, and Deanna has almost a twin. Like she has a sister who she's very close with as well as close in age. So I kind of want to broaden the conversation a bit. Like I got it. And for me, having a, a, a twin and having that comparison, just literally, there was no before comparison or after it just like was always there. But I also want to kind of check in with Deanna because you can bring that perspective of having a sibling because I know you see it on like TV shows or you read about it where it's like, oh, you're so-and-so's brother or you're mm -hmm. so-and-so's sister. Here's my expectations of you because of them, right? And then there's this, you know, you're held yeah. to maybe a particular standard. That definitely happens. And, you know, I can share from my perspective, I do have a younger sister. She's two years younger than me a year and 11 months, you know, we're very close and, you know, obviously, so I'm, I'm the oldest, but when we were growing up, she was always taller than me and everyone always thought she was older. Like everyone always was like, oh, you must be the older one. Cause we'd always play like, well, who do you think is older? You know, basically <laughs> setting them up for failure. Um, <laughs> and my sister to be like, what the heck? Why does that always happen? Um, but yeah, it was, I know it was tough for her because, you know, she's the younger sister. She's supposed to be, you know, she's the baby, but she's taller than me. And I know that kind of always kind of got to her. Um, so, so there was always that comparison there for us. And my parents both have dark hair and dark, you know, brown eyes. I have dark hair. I look just like my mom, like, you know, basically. And my sister, she's, she always had blonde hair or light hair and blue eyes. And all through school, you know, it was like, I was the older sister. So, oh, oh, you're, you're Liz. Mm -hmm. You're, you're the, you're the younger one. Oh, Deanna, we know Deanna, you must be Deanna's sister, you know? So then like the identity was Deanna's sister, not her own, her, you know, her own name. <laughs> so like following in my footsteps. So there was that, that comparison there too. Now that I'm thinking about it, my, my first siblings, like my younger brother and sister, who are also twins, they were like, oh, you're the, you're the other Muldrow set. You're like the other twins. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, oh, I had your, I had your sister, blah, blah, blah. And my younger sister looks a lot like me. And my younger brother looks a lot like my twin, which is like a whole nother thing. And so they would get it all, both ways up and down. They're like, oh, your siblings were like, they did this and they did that. And I don't know what that must have done with them in terms of their identity. These are big shoes to fill or like that could right. be the, the occurrence is how am I going to be like them? And they got to hear about it all the time. Or like, how do you make your, how do you make your own name? That's what I'm hearing about Deanna talking about her younger sister. For me, it was, I'm one of the Donner twins. So people wouldn't even use like my first name, <laughs> right? Wow. And so part of me was like, one, do you even know my name? Right. Yeah. Like that was part of it. It's just easier to just say, you know, you're always right if you say Donner twin. <laughs> but so there was like wanting to break out of the identity of just being known as the twins, let alone between, you know, my sister and myself. And for me, we always were asked like the twin questions, but I'm kind of thinking that they aren't specific to twins, that with, with siblings, maybe people are asked. Oh, like who, who did better in the subject? There's always, you know, room for that comparison. 
who's taller, who's older, who's smarter, who's prettier, who's a faster runner, like just, you know, all of these things, you know, from most of our lives, I was until we graduated high school, we were often in the same classes because we were in a smaller school. There's only so many tracks you could go. So things were like fairly equal. And then when we went to college, oh my gosh, like one of the, the most heartbreaking things I had to deal with, I knew was going to follow me at least four years was the fact that my sister and I had almost identical SAT scores, just a little bit better. And so she was accepted into the honors program or what have you. For me, I was just like, oh my God, everybody now has the answer. I'm the dumb twin. I'm not as smart. Then from there, here's all like the things that I like stacked on. Then it was when we finally declared majors and people would ask, right? People would ask like, oh, what are you guys, you know, studying? I typically would go first and I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm doing art and communication. And they'd be like, oh, okay. You know, like that was interesting. And then my sister would say, I'm studying business and economics. And everybody would go like, oh, that's how I had it, by the way. Whether or not they did, I had it that everybody's (laughs) like, there was more proof. That my sister was smarter, right? That's a harder major or something like that. Before college, we started playing instruments in the band in middle school. I played the flute and all through college. And my sister um, chose the saxophone and played it all through college. So when we would share with people that we were musical, you know, they'd say, oh, what do you guys play? Again, I, this is how I always remember it. I would say flute and people would be like, okay, you know, not much reaction. And my sister would say saxophone. And that was just so much more interesting to them. And I'm just like, God, everybody thinks, not that I thought I was lame, but I really was concerned that everybody thought that I was a not as smart twin not as interesting because of sort of these reactions and because we were typically together when people would engage us in these conversations. I really, really hated those questions. Yeah. I like tried so hard to avoid getting, putting myself in a position where that would come up. And I had to, you know, then deal with the discomfort of here we go. Let's have this conversation where they then add a plus, you know, one plus one equals two and it, oh, Jennifer plus Melissa equals Melissa's better, right? Just something like that. So I carried that around for a really long time. Fortunately, I've been able to sort of deal with that and kind of get over it. But I mean, we tried probably most of our 20s to live very similar lives because we both were dealing with that comparison and and that trigger. We'd have the same cars. We'd live in the same like apartment complex. It just seemed easier. Yeah. And now as adults, it's like, you know, it shows up for, for my sister and I like, okay, well, you know, who, who's getting married first, who's Mm. buying their first house, like who's having their first kids. And like, it's so perfect for our podcast because, you know, who says you have to be the first one just because you're older, you know, but that's the expectation that as an, as as the eldest, you know, it's like, okay, well, there's that pressure there. And, you know, is it pressure that society puts on you? Is it pressure that you're, you're putting on yourself? Cause it's, well, there's the comparison thing and who says that you have to do it that way, but it's always there between friends, between coworkers, who's better at what. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it comes back to like our shoulds, you know, mm-hmm. when people, even from like colleague perspective, right. You get the first bio of a new employee who comes in and it's, Oh, they went to like, I don't know, wherever, pick the place here. It's Georgetown. I, and I see yeah. Georgetown. I immediately assume you're a genius. 
um, <laughs> in some capacity. It would be like seeing like Yale or Harvard. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You're super smart. Got it. Or you have a lot of money, which, you know, may or may not be true, whatever. But I see that and I'm like, cool. So, you know, it's like from the get-go, you think, oh, I wonder how smart they really are. So you'll ask questions or like people just start thinking these thoughts, but it just comes down to like, who says? So what? Yeah. I mean, who cares? I will say like, how I reconciled it or kind of broke my way through the like shooting. I need to be a certain way because I'm the oldest. And I really looked at what would my life look like if I just did what I wanted to do. Yeah, like, there's so much freedom in that. Yeah. And I, you know, like not because I'm a twin or because I'm the oldest, like the oldest has to do something. What if I just did it because Tatiana wants to? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Jennifer, what did you do when you said you're like, I broke free from, from that, um, that comparison? What did, what helped you in, in that? I'm, you know, I kind of real vague when I said that. So you're like calling me out because in the moment That's I'm okay. like, Sorry what? No, no, no. I mean, of course that would be interesting to know, but I'm kind of like, what did get me there? I mean, I would say a whole crap ton of personal development. Like <laughs> there yeah. was this kind of, there was this moment as an adult where I started to get this stuff didn't feel maybe that healthy or that positive. It just, it didn't feel good. And so in my quest, which I've alluded to before, you know, um, in like our introduction, starting to work with people, you know, getting into you know, development programs, personal growth therapy, all that sort of stuff. It's like a combination of all of that helped me kind of like peel back the layers to really see what was going on and, and to get that nobody actually ever told me face to face, oh, your sister must be smarter because she studied business and economics. I started to get that. I kind of was making this all up that in all these moments where I felt less than nobody was actually telling me I was less than. It was this thing that I was just carrying around with me that had been like, I'm less interesting than her. They're thinking this, but I actually didn't have any proof. So when I started to kind of question, was that actually true? Who says they think she's cool or smart or whatever? Who says that? I mean, really all I was left with was myself. I was able to start like to reconcile and get that. I said that that was true. Then maybe I could say it wasn't true. I actually was in more in control. Thank yeah. you for asking me sort of what kind of broke through because I'm sure if, if anybody out there is listening to this right now and it's resonating, oh, I'm feeling less than in some way, whether it's with siblings or whether it's with coworkers or, you know, friends or family. I mean, I think there's a natural tendency for us to make judgments. We don't actively choose to judge ourselves or to be self-critical, but it's, I think it's part of, you know, what it is to be human. So, but just noticing and taking a look at how much of our angst or our stress or our anxiety, I need to get married already, or I need to get that promotion. Like, why is it born out of comparison? Like, well, but everybody else my age is making six figures. So I need to, is that really why you want that next promotion just to kind of do, make sure you're like on the same level playing field or like as Tatiana alluded to. What about if you just consider, great, so-and-so is doing this, you're doing this, but actually what would make you happy? How about we just consider that versus being concerned with what everybody's doing and then making assumptions that everybody else is most likely doing it better. We don't know that that's true. They could yeah. be making more money, but does that mean they're happier in their life than we are? How do we kind of interrupt that? 
and kind of bring some awareness to, oh, I didn't realize how much comparison was actually stressing me out. Yeah. And, and actually, I love like yeah. listening really to what people are saying and listening to your thoughts about that, you know, and then questioning, is that really true? Is that really true what they just, like what I just thought about what that person said? You know, because we make up so much stuff and we create stories in our head about the thing that happened. If you take apart what actually happened, okay, well, yeah. she said some words and then, okay, and then I made it mean this about myself. And we can get so caught up in that. And we're human beings. Like you said, Jennifer, so perfect. We're going to do these things. But just getting awareness around, wow, that thought has like totally ruled my life. And look at what I have because of that. Is that working for you? Is that thought <laughs> really working for you? It doesn't look like it. We may not even be aware. So just bring the awareness to what you could possibly be making up about yourself that isn't true and how debilitating that is and what, it, what it's caused in your life. Depression, unhappiness, stress, pain, actual physical ailments. That could be like the key for people. I know that's really helped me. To even get that it's happening in the background, how much is comparison dictating what we're doing or what we're, what we're striving to do or achieve? Because who actually says the way that one person does it is better than another person? Right. Like, you know, and who's to say they're happier because of it? Really, at the end of the day, if we can kind of keep shifting, I think, the conversation and that inquiry back to ourselves in a more isolated way. But let me just actually consider, would I want to be making $250,000 a year if what it required at, from my life was 80-hour weeks, 100-hour weeks, so like whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, like, let's say, or let's start to wonder, because most people don't know. I'm still kind of figuring out how I want my life to look right but I think sometimes we're striving to get somewhere and perhaps what's underneath of that striving or that goal setting is these comparisons that it needs to be a certain way they're doing it right that was really underlying the anxiety and mild depression that I got into in late 20s is really this sense of failure that I made up about myself that I was failing at life because of how my life looked and felt in comparison to what I ever, I was seeing around me. And there was just like no truth to it. Again, I had zero proof except what I made up between my ears. And so it really does all start with that awareness. Once I could see that a light was shown on it, there was access to challenging it, disrupting it, questioning it, taking back power. But otherwise it just, it just runs in the background. We don't even know. It's always going to be there too. That's the thing. It's always going to be there. You can't shut it off. It is like, like we were saying, it's part of being a human being. It's just how we were made. Discovering you can have awareness around it. It can give you some freedom. I know that that's definitely my experience, some freedom around so much burden and heaviness that you can carry with yourself. Just knowing that one, it's part of being a human being. Yes. And you have control over that how you be about it, how you let it impact you. Totally. Very well said. Oh, Tatiana. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Any last would words you... of wisdom to like, yes. just put a bow on this? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Let me see how to wrap it up in a nice pretty bow. Um, so <laughs> I think where it left me was 
like you said, challenging the thoughts that were kind of automatic to me in my brain, right? Like automatically thinking that I need to be married before I have my own house, or I need to have a partner before I buy a car. These benchmark type things that we like talk about in our previous um, episode. And it wasn't until I started questioning those things that I feel like I really started stepping into being my own person and having my own identity and actually doing what I want to do. So when I kind of asked those questions, like, well, who said I got to be married before I have my own place? That was when I took the steps to look for my own place and then bought my own place. Same thing with my car. And, you know, what was funny is that people would come up to me and they're like, oh, you should really wait until you're married. Oh, you really shouldn't do that should right or shouldn't and i was like i get that where that comes from and i'm gonna do me so glad i did so much happier where i am now following my own path that doesn't mean that i don't want other things in my life but i'm so much happier taking the steps that i needed to take to have what i wanted to have you know it wasn't until i started taking those steps that then people started asking themselves like oh well maybe i can buy my own place and my friends around me started buying their own places being unmarried or like in you know doing what they wanted to do so some of it is really just taking a leap of faith giving yourself that freedom and space to be and then it allows other people to have the freedom and space to be and do their own thing also so hopefully that's enough of a bow for you it was a nice big pretty bow I think we could have talked about this forever. I had so many other examples, mm. but thank you to everybody who checked out this episode. We're happy to have you. We hope that this provided you something. Let us know if it made a difference in how you see comparison showing up in your own lives. Thanks for being with us. We will wrap it up now and stay tuned. Bye y'all. Bye.